Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? Yes, me and you. One of the things I, I was thinking about the other night, it, it's been snowing here on Orcas Island. Um, we don't get a lot of snow on, on occasion, we do. And so we got a really nice, beautiful, uh, beautiful snowfall. And the other night I was out and I had a little little flashlight on and and I was... I was oh, I was just so mesmerized by the snowflakes and how they were coming down and landing in the trees and the sparkle in the snow and the, and the spark, sparkle in, in some of the flakes as they were falling in front of me. And it was just so exquisite. And I thought, I never, ever get tired of this. I never get tired of this. And I thought, well, I, I never get tired of looking at the stars at night. I never get tired of the grass growing and just the beauty and the smell of that. And I, I never get tired of seeing sunsets and the sunrise. And I never get tired of, and this list was going on and on. And it made me laugh because it was like that, that song, Rain Drops on Roses and Whiskers on Kitten. It was that kind of moment. <laughs> These are my favorite things. And I bring it up in terms of the people I know who are aging. And I'm, I'm pretty grateful that I'm around pretty optimistic um, people who, who love their lives. And that's a good thing. And the intention of these podcasts is so that everyone loves their lives. That's a good thing. So one of the things I noticed, though, is that the people that I know never get, there are certain things they get tired of, but there are other things that they don't get tired of as we age. And it generally has to do with beauty and innocence and creativity and spontaneity and playfulness. And that's a really cool thing. You know, they can get tired. We can get tired of, I, for me, of, um, you know, going to the the 4th of July parade is kind of like, oh, yeah, I've done that. I'm not, I'm not into that. Or other kinds of situations and ceremonies that used to make a lot of sense and be so you know, exciting to go to. And it's like, eh, not, not so much anymore. And that's a matter of change. That's a matter of a process of aging. Uh, Harold is somebody I know who, who says, you know what, I I don't want to travel anymore. I, I, you know, maybe I should want to travel. Should I want to travel? But I don't want to travel. I want to go to the you know, to the coffee shop here on, it's Catherine Taylor's coffee shop here on Orcas Island. And he says, I, you know, me and, and my wife, Geraldine, we go there all the time because that's what makes us happy. And that cup of coffee and cookie or chocolate at uh, Catherine Taylor's, that's the highlight of their day. And we can go, oh my God, that sounds terrible. But the beauty of aging for me is that we come to more and more simplicity, that the complexity of life isn't required anymore. Uh, and we, not because for any other reason, because we, but we choose not to have it be complex. You know, on the other hand, uh, my brother, David, who uh, has uh, been pretty in, in, um, in what's the word he's been home he's been home a lot he uh was a guy who liked to stay home didn't like to go out much uh and he's just turned 60 something or other and he's he's gone in the direction of traveling and exploring the world where he would never even you know for for decades never got on an airplane to go anyplace he just didn't want to and now his life has opened up in a much more expansive way that's he's just in awe of he's in 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 love with life right now and isn't that a great thing 
And the intention of these podcasts is to, uh, to encourage and inspire you to be curious about how do you make that true how, for you. By the way, my heater just went on. That's the noise that you hear. Uh, but the, how, do you, how do you fall in love with life every day? How do you fall in love with life every minute or every second? And you might go, well, who cares? You know, I need to make money. I need to feed my family. I need to pay the bills. I need to, you know, whatever that is. And it's like, yeah, I, I totally get that. Totally get that. And at the same time, and so it might not be your thing to, to find beauty and inspiration and fun and, and fulfillment. <laughs> you won't be listening to these podcasts, most likely, if that was true. So the, the, the ability to be curious about what makes you you and what makes you um, be in life the way that you are. Who are you in this? Who are you? What are, what are the expressions, the natural expressions of you that if just left where there was unlimited potential to just be and there was no more limiting constraints on you, who would you be? It's And, and here's an interesting thing. And again, I may have spoken to this before, but you know the, the kind of coaching I do is called transformational coaching. And um, my company is called The Paradigm Shifts dot com the paradigm shifts coaching group and and the the thing is is we want what we want in a sense uh i want that which is so different from this i'm just sort of saying it that way which would require transformation some transformation would have to occur for you to go from here to there and yet the thing is is that we don't get that once that transformation has occurred you don't know how to be that you don't know how to do that. And, and so it's like a lot of people are struggle with, I don't know how to get from, get from here to there. I don't know how to get from the, P, the me I've been, the identity I've seen myself as, um, everything I've been doing. I don't know how to get from here to that other side of this. And for me, this is the quintessential moment and the quintessential place that each of us have to come to is this place where I don't know how to do this. I don't know who I am and I don't know how to do this. And, um, and so I'm saying, I'm talking about two different things, but, but this, this, this second part, which is, I don't know how to be me. I don't know who I am. So how am I supposed to be me? I keep trying to be somebody that I think I am, but it's not working. And this is a big part of the work I do as a coach is working with people who say, I don't, I don't know how to do me. And, and if I don't know how to do me, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to go forward in my life. I'll just, I'll just keep doing what I do. And that's what most of us do. And we keep settling into that place of, I'm just doing what I do because I don't know how to do anything else. And that's the importance and the value of a coach and perhaps a therapist. But the coach is the person that says, what is it you want? What is it? What? And you know me, I wave my magic wand and say, I'm your fairy godmother. What is it you want? What's that feel like inside when you imagine yourself having it? And those experiences of, of the qualities of being you in the midst of what, does, what, in those moments of bliss, if you will, the moments of awe, the moments of, of inspiration, that's who you are. I mean, you're also the one that's experiencing frustration and exasperation and despair. That's, you're in that too. 
And who are you in that? And you are in, you are, you exist and you are in the, um, the lack, the feeling of failures, the, the seeing yourself in the eyes of other people and that are looking at you in a way that makes you dismiss yourself. That's you too. But those are, those are, those are elements of the you, but it's not you. And when you discover you, or more, more importantly, when you begin to remember who you are, then you begin to um, let go of the stuff that doesn't matter anymore. Uh, And that means uh, really honoring and respecting what you, what's important to you. Um, uh, Franny is a, a client of mine and and uh, she's got a, a young son who's who's starting to look for colleges. And, you know, she and her husband are great parents. I, you know, from my perspective, they don't push hard against the child's own desires and the child's own sense of being in the world. Um, and they're great students and they're good students. And um, they don't push for um, being the, the best student. And they don't push because the resistance would cause um, friction in the family and, and dissonance in the family. And what they're training their children to do is follow their own inspiration and their own, uh, what's their own values, their own priorities. And that might mean their children go to junior college, but their children are going to be happy. And what Franny said the other day is I, something magical happened. Our son came and sat down in the living room with us and talked and just shared what was happening in his life. And she was like in awe. But that was the moment that she just so loved in her life. This moment where her son felt, um, he felt whatever he felt, he was able to sit down with them in their living room and just talk with them. And that is what she's wanting to um, empower in her children is that level of trust and safety and respect and connection and engagement with the family. That's a priority. And so here in this moment, she was gifted with that and um, was thrilled. And she's, that's happening because she's becoming more aware of who she is and how she's being in herself in the world. But sometimes, uh, I'm getting close to the end of this, Uh, sometimes she's like not sure who she is because she gets the feedback from other people um, that she's not doing it right because she's not pushing her children for Stanford or uh, Berkeley or the schools that are, you know, high academic levels. She's not pushing for that because that's not what she sees as value. So she struggles with who am I and how should I be and, and how should I look at this? And, and that's a big question for every one of us. And if you have to ask yourself, um, how should I look at this? Then I'm, I encourage you to look at the other side of that is, well, how do I look at this? Uh, and does that feel right to me? It's, is that feel right in my heart? And be curious about that. How should I look at this? Well, how, how do you look at this? So the way you look at things are going to allow you to see, see what you see from your heart in your essence. And that's going to bring you more joy. And that's going to bring you more, um, more simplicity in the knowing of who you are in that. And that will bring you more, I think, (laughs) I just love the snow and the, 
you know, watching the flakes fall, those kinds of very simple, simple parts of this human experience. All right, that's pretty much it for now. Big hugs, and uh, I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>